Hey, welcome everyone. This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show, where you know it is my passion and my purpose to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And I want to thank you for being here today because I know your time's valuable. And so I really want to make this show something of value to you so that you can learn from my guests and pick up their tips and their strategies and go apply it in your own business. So thank you so much for being here. I'd love it if you'd let us know where you're hanging out from. I'm personally hanging out from Reno, Nevada, and I'm looking forward to finding out where you're all hanging out from. I know we've got an international audience of both women and men, and I want to thank you for being here. So go ahead and write where you're hanging out from in the comment section. Now, today's show is sponsored by Hangout-Marketing.com, where you can receive a free Hangout Marketing Assessment, and that assessment is going to measure your skill set and your knowledge base in using Hangouts on Air to brand, grow, and market your business. All you need to do to take advantage of that assessment is pick up your phone. Pick up your phone and text the word SUCCESS, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, -S, to 307 269-2040. And if you're out of the country, you can also just go directly to hangout-marketing.com where you can take the assessment there. It will only take you a couple minutes and you might even qualify for a free strategy session with me where we'll sit down and talk about your business and really strategize how you can use Hangouts to brand, grow, and market your business. So go ahead and take advantage of that, won't you? All right, I'm looking forward to introducing our guest today. She is none other than Melanie Hall. She is the CEO of Big Uptick Social Marketing. I love that name, Big Uptick. Yes, and so she's going to talk about let's get technical. You know, and I, I created the title for this show. It was thinking about Olivia Newton-John, let's get physical. And, you know, getting physical back then wasn't so much fun, but she made it fun. Well, that's what Melanie's going to do for us today. She's going to talk about going from tech challenge to tech savvy and having fun with technology. We're going to talk about discovering two simple computer skills that you need first to get yourself going. Then we're going to talk about three easy tips to prevent technology intimidation. I think we've all had that, and so I know this will be of help to everyone. And then finally, how about staying focused? on your desired results. She's got a couple of ways to really help us do that. And I'm going to have Melanie come on in and say hi to the audience and tell us a little bit more about herself. So come on in, Melanie, and say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. And Virginia, I should be interviewing you. Everyone, did you see all that tech stuff she had going on? <laughs> and she even has the, the app where you can text that message to her. That's tech for you. I applaud oh. you, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, you should all know that I do have an app as well. If you do not want to miss these shows, you can also download my free app. <laughs> you let no me into that one, Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> you can find it at the iTunes stores or at Google Play Store and just search Hangout Mentor. And I have an app that you can download for free and you will get these shows that they'll just come up for you and you can watch them at your convenience. So take advantage of that too. <laughs> Get the techie oh. here. 
<laughs> You're not kidding. You are not kidding. Oh my gosh. This is really an honor to be here with you. It really is. Well, I love it. I mean, I just found out that you've been doing two shows. You've got the mm -hmm. show Lights, Camera, HOA that you do. As a matter of fact, she's going to be going on to her own show right after this one. So we have mm -hmm. to efficient here but you also <laughs> did another one called women in business today you said you did that uh -huh. one for a year and mm -hmm. I wasn't aware of that one unfortunately yeah. So let's talk about your background and, and how you came to you know really embrace technology rather than be intimidated by it well um, my family they were all girls my parents had no sons but uh, my dad uh, liked technical stuff he had the CB uh, he was, you know, he built things. Uh, so I was always around wires and batteries. And I, though I didn't touch any wires, I'm terrified of wires because I've seen the bad side of what happens when, you know, the yellow is not connected to the yellow. <laughs> and back then they really weren't color coded. Um, but so I played around a lot as a kid with um, uh, CBs, you know, the, the ham radios where you know we could talk to people anywhere who had one uh, so I knew that uh, that's where my little my little love for technology started because at that same time uh, I admired Barbara Walters and I thought if I could become her when she's ready to leave the air because I wanted to be like a major anchor woman I said if I time it just right I'll be ready when she goes and my timing was right but it didn't happen that way um, <laughs> and I'm um, so sorry but what you're doing is great <laughs> it's real close it's real close <laughs> you know I'm living like the sideline of a Barbara Walters I guess because I'm using hangout on air and yeah hangouts on air and uh, experimenting with the crowd cast and everything but I think the uh, the most, even though technology never intimidated me prior to computers, when computers came out, I was so skeptical because I've seen a lot of things come and go. And uh, my husband still laughs at me because when he wanted to purchase a computer for our family, I said, well, you can, but I'm never going to use it. <laughs> and, I said, you can go right ahead. I'm not going to ever be on that thing. Well, um, the funny thing was is he, he, uh, he got this computer, and then uh, he went to work, and he said, uh, have this ready by the time I get home. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. He said, no, you, can do, you, you know how to read tech manuals. You know, just read the manual and set it up. So I knew I had all day to do that, and so I was reading a manual, and I just, uh, you know, and there was no Google or anything to look up terms. I mean, it was an all-day thing, and you had to put the big, big floppy disk thing in the in the slot and turn it over at different parts and download and download and upload and upload. And uh, when I did that, it worked by the time he got back, and he was amazed because I guess he'd won a bet. That I that I would not even bother touching it. So he always uses that. He said, "Do you remember? You said you'd never be on that thing, and now you can't get yourself off of it." <laughs> so that was um, uh, had I not uh, had the the nerve, 
I would say nerve to do it, I probably would still be far behind than where I am right now with not being afraid of technology. And then my degree is really tech heavy as well with logistics and supply chain management. And uh, being, I was always mistaken I, as the uh, instructor, you know, because I was an older student, I was always mistaken as the instructor for every one of my classes except my technical classes. And that angered me, you know, because I said, so I can be mistaken as your uh, business English instructor or your algebra teacher, but when I enter the statistics course, nobody, because I'm like the only woman in the course, you know, the field was just all men. And it just, you know, I'm like, Oh, angered me because I didn't have another woman to uh, hear me whine about my courses. <laughs> well, let me say a few things here. First of all, you said you used the term I had the guts to go in and delve into something I thought was never going to work and was stupid to have in the house. And of course, you know, you're dating yourself when you say oh, computers were not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so am I. And then to imagine life learning something without Google. I, yeah. you know, think back. Google has not been with us that many years. Mm -hmm. You actually had to read a manual. And manuals came with, with devices. Manuals don't even come with devices anymore because you have to go <laughs> online to get the manual, don't you? <laughs> it was like the, uh, you know, you know, when you look, when you go to, to Ikea, have you ever built a furniture, piece of furniture through Ikea? Not from Ikea, but I have built furniture, yes. Oh, well, Ikea, Ikea is the ultimate manual because it's not written in any language. It's just pictorial. So, yeah. uh, so it can be global. So it doesn't have to print anything in English or Dutch or French or anything. So when you, so that's how I felt. If you ever built, built Ikea furniture and you look at the, the manual how to put together and there's no words and you're like okay uh, did they not include the right material for me that's how I felt when I had to open that that uh, manual for that computer and it was like 89 or 90 pages to do this thing I'm like holy cow where can't I just like plug it in and it works yeah. <laughs> and the floppy disks I remember those only too well so we have all come a long way those of you who have been around um, a while, like Melanie and I have, you can think back to the advancements over the last 20 years. It's really pretty phenomenal when you think that the Internet's only been around since, what, the mid-80s? 90s? Yeah. Mid-90s, I think. Right? I won't tell you what year it was. <laughs> All I know is it's not 20 years, right? So, yeah, it, yeah, then I really date myself if I pinpoint it down, but I could tell you the actual date because it was a summer. I won't tell you the year though, but it was a summer. It was a summer, and uh, the kids were home from, you know, on summer break. And I had a, you know, I was challenged to put this thing together while they were coming in saying, What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, I don't know. Go, go play. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want to take a quick break before we get into our hot topics. Say hi to Ron Snaberger from Jupiter, Florida. We've got Roland here from Southern California, Orange County. Richard Wright from Glendale, Maryland. Lynn Sanders from Winnetka. Welcome, everyone. We just really appreciate your being here. Daniel Veras from um, Recife, Brazil. Hi, Daniel. That's great. 
And okay, so far, those are our comments. Keep them coming. Put your questions in for Melanie as well. And let's get started with topic number one. Discover two simple computer skills you need first. All right, I'm willing, waiting to hear what those are so we can make sure we can check those off our list. Well, the obvious one is learn how to click on things. You know, don't be afraid of the click. Just click. Where it says click, point, put your mouse, you know, use it and click. You're not going to break anything. Those days are gone. I mean, as hard as I tried, I couldn't break it. So <laughs> now they're really unbreakable. Uh, so don't be afraid to navigate. So navigation is a thing. And then the second biggest thing is learn how to uh, learn the back end of your computer um, to save your work and organize your things in folders like a filing cabinet. Uh, just like you organize things in your kitchen or your garage. Things belong in that drawer, things belong in that drawer so you can find them. Otherwise, it's like looking in a, a hoarder's home and trying to locate that one spoon. You won't find it. Um, so if you can get used to the idea of every time you work on your computer and you're creating something, uh, save it properly and make, have it make sense to you. Um, and those are the two things, navigation and saving properly. Okay, well that's really important. Navigation for sure, I can agree with. Now I remember the first time I got on, um, let's see, the first computer I owned wasn't, it was an Apple Macintosh. Now, I'm a PC gal, but boy, in the beginning I was all Apple. And um, I remember being afraid that if I hit the wrong button, the computer would blow up or explode yep. or shut down or something <laughs> crazy like that. Well, obviously, uh, it could have from some, some of the things we did back then. But uh, yeah, if, you don't, if you're afraid, don't be afraid to go click and look and explore. I remember the first time I even did that on the internet, I got, you know, I call it going down a rabbit hole. You can go <laughs> way down when you're looking for things on the internet. Mm -hmm. But we have the ability to, you know, save them on our favorites now. And again, even on the internet, if you're looking for something and you organize your favorites folders, oh my goodness, there's sometimes I wondered, what, where did I put that? Mm -hmm. Now that I've saved it, and it's because I wasn't organized in saving. So do you have any tips about that organizational process, just to go a little deeper with that comment? Yeah, this, the system, the you know, our, our uh, devices, our systems are so user-friendly. They're, you know, they're meant to have us retrieve what we want quickly, and you just have to use those tools. You know, some people call it bookmarking, some people just call it... Uh, caching, some people just call it saving, you know, putting it up in um, oh, the little bar thing at the tippy, see I, I don't even know the technical terms, I just call it the bar at the tippy tippy top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the tippy tippy top bar, that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's way, you know, every device now and computer now has such an easy way to retrieve quickly and you just have to know what those tools, you know, use those tools and have them make sense to you. Um, you know, you can, you can organize and channel down as much as you want or as broad as you want, but, um, and from time to time clean those out. Like, um, you know, when I was in coursework, uh, 
you know, I had channeled down very, very well. Well, I don't need that anymore. So there's time to dump those. And then, you know, so you don't have to save everything like, uh, you know, when's the first time you lost your, your tooth as a child? You don't need to save that stuff unless you want to. But, uh, but then file it properly under tooth, age, <laughs> you know, have your little, your little folders, you know, mouth, sort of like tooth, age, tooth fairy, whatever. Yeah, so it's sort of like getting your keywords in order, the keywords mm -hmm. that make sense to you, and then knowing you can always search for those keywords to find things as well. Yeah, yeah. Good. All right, well, I'll, I'll, oh, uh, Roland, let me bring this up. He's got a question for you, so let's uh, bring this up so you can address it. How important is the Microsoft Word suite for today's online success? Do you have an opinion on that, Melanie? Well, because that's a, you know, that's a brand, and you're going to have uh, Apple lovers versus Microsoft lovers. And so <laughs> the Apple people right now are saying, I don't use Microsoft products. <laughs> but if you, are, if you use Microsoft products, uh, you should use, yes, the suite is very helpful because then you get, you've got your spreadsheets, your documents, the photos, you know, everything is, uh, you're, then you're not switching system to system. And you know, because say, terminology is different in both in, in in both brands, it's different. Of course, of course. And and now I'm uh, because I'm you know now really a PC gal, um, and of course you know I'm a PC gal because I'm also using XSplit, which is only runs on PC for this show. So you know I love it from that standpoint as well. But I use Microsoft Office. I think it's called 365, which I just do an annual renewal of every year. It's like 99 bucks a year, and so it'll go onto any computer. Actually, I can put it on five computers, and it updates. So I've got the latest version of all the um, everything to do with Office, not just mm -hmm. Word, but you know all the different programs, Publisher and, and PowerPoint and Excel and all of those. So mm -hmm. I find it very important for my business personally. Although you know, if you get good at Google Docs, there's an awful lot available to you right there as well. Yeah, and the, the navigation is very similar. Um, not exact, but again, you won't need, you know, how many bells and whistles do you need, really? You know, if you want to put a, together a simple spreadsheet, you can still do that on, you know, the Google Docs, I mean, the Google spreadsheets, just as well as you can on, on the Microsoft Excel. But if you want all the bells and whistles, then use Microsoft Excel or something yes. similar. Exactly. All right, well, let's move on. How about some tips to prevent technology intimidation? Because I know there's just so many people that are held back from really having the success that they want because they just feel sort of overwhelmed and intimidated by all the things they think they have to learn to run a good business. And so how can you help them with that so that they don't have to feel that intimidation? Um, get familiar with the terminology, you know? It's like right now, if you picked up a manual on dentistry, it's going to be so foreign to you unless you're in that industry. But I can promise you, if you look up the terminology, you get very familiar with that, you know, the terms of dentistry, you're going to, you're going to feel like you can go clean somebody's teeth tomorrow. Because you're, you know that there's like 32 teeth. You know what those are. Each one has a different name. You're going to know it. So it's the same philosophy with um, technology. If you 
if you're if you read an article or a blog and it's you know technical instead of like clicking off like no I need to dummy it down you don't need to dummy it down you dummy up you you smart up smart up don't dummy down get get use Google use some search engine to uh, look up what the terminology they're using and then it's going to make sense to you so that when they say you know all these acronyms we have like well the UI and the EOU and the ABC and the DEF you know when they start talking like that you're going to know what that means but until you do you have to spend some time to understand that terminology because that's intimidating right away you know I used to be a contractor uh, for the Air Force and military acronyms they're the stinkiest in the world the stinkiest I'm telling you because they're like 10 12 letters long and it's like can you just call it the tippy top bar you know what I mean <laughs> why can't have this long name uh, but you know to have that job I had to learn what those acronyms are so it's the same thing with uh, what we're doing in our business if your business your industry uses certain terminology learn what it is so that it doesn't scare you you don't have that, you know, that feared rabbit look like oh, an acronym I don't quite remember. Just, just learn the words. Well, you know, I think that that really makes sense. And you said something that I really I want to reemphasize that everyone I think should really put deep in your brain, and that is stop thinking about dummying down. Think about smarting up. Mm -hmm. you know, get get familiar with what you need to know about a topic that is integral to your business and smarten up about it and yes there's no better place to do that anymore than to do searches and you can learn about the answers to anything you know I I've, I I just ask questions of Google anymore if I don't know um, and people even ask me so did you Google it yeah. <laughs> which has now become a verb hasn't it Google it <laughs> mm -hmm. so. and you know nowadays you can even like if you're trying to figure out the percentage of something like oh I want to give a 43% discount on whatever you can just say into your phone what is 43% off of 200 and it tells you just asking the question you don't have to like okay where do I put the divider where do I, do I multiply that do I divide that what do I do you don't to, I mean you should know how to do it but I mean if you're like in a really hurry <laughs> you can ask that thing anything and it will tell so you I call that kind of a combination of smarting up as you dummy down because you're making it you know any dummy can pick up their phone and say okay Google and then ask Google the question mm -hmm. and get the answer that you need so that's being smart that's an efficient use of your time yes. and at the same time dumbing it down from the standpoint of I do not have to go figure this out myself I do not yeah. have to go do a ton of research on this I just have to ask the question so I guess I would add that as a tip for you on mm -hmm. preventing technology intimidation don't be afraid to ask the question. Yeah, and and know that if 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 you can get the end, if you can, here's my rule of thumb: if I cannot retrieve the answer myself in ten minutes, then I've got to get it from somebody else. Ten minutes is all I will give a lot of stuff, you know, because I know that somebody else already has the answer. Um, yeah. If I need to research something in depth, because I've got to create the you know the report or whatever then that's a different thing but uh, I took algebra but I don't want to go I don't want to do it all again you know I don't like it uh, I'm not thrilled with it and Google can give me the answers so much faster yeah 
I love that. Well, let me share with you a few more comments we have coming in here that I think you'll find fun. Here's one from Roland. My first experience on Q, uh, computer was pre-online Commodore 64 and a game <laughs> called Zork, which was text only. And my dad had a Commodore 64, Roland. And it was like, wasn't that one of the first computers that was ever produced? It's probably worth some money now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, and the the black the black screen with the green text. Yes, and exactly. Slash colon slash backslash. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, and here, let's see, we've got this from Cheryl. Welcome, Cheryl. All kinds of tools and gadgets, different strokes for different folks. Lots of choices for anyone using social media. Well, now let's let's bring that up a little bit about social media. How about preventing intimidation with all the different social media avenues that are available to people? Uh, try one, and if you feel comfortable, try two. But don't do more than three at a time. You know, because you can't. You can. You don't want to be a uh, what is it? A uh, master. What is it? Jack of all trades, master of none. Right. So, so just just grab three that you that will be useful to you. So, if one of those social media platforms is Pinterest, learn it and use it. Where, like myself, it's I know it, but I don't have I don't use it because that's not really what my business does. Uh, you know, and I'm right now, Meerkat is new. I'm learning that. I don't know how I would use it, but I'm definitely looking at it every day. Lurking, I think is the word. Periscope, I'll dive into that, I, you know, probably about six weeks um, because I, I don't want to get the two mixed up. You know, I want to learn one and then the other. And then if I find those helpful, I'll use them. Um, and then maybe I'll drop drop one because, I you know, you, I'm not the one... I'm not in any way going to use 30 different platforms because I don't have time. Right. Well, and you're looking at platforms that are, are video-oriented. So you're looking at both Meerkat and Periscope. I know Periscope's um, the Twitter version of live streaming. Um, Meerkat, I'm not from – oh, I've heard of Meerkat, but I've just not experienced it yet. So. Yeah, it's, I think it's still a Twitter thing. It, it came out first. It's, it's like – uh, Meerkat was like the firstborn, and then the secondborn came up and shoved him out of the way. So Meerkat is trying to like remember me. I was here first. I'm better. <laughs> you know, I'm the firstborn. I have rights. <laughs> um, and then the secondborn is like, yeah, but I'm more. You know, it's just a sibling rivalry thing. That's how yeah. I look at those two. <laughs> Oh gosh, this time flies. Every time I have a show, I think, how can I do this in 30 minutes and keep giving people valuable information? Thank you for sharing what you have. Let's get to that last point, and that is two ways to stay focused on your desired results. Um, if you have a goal, you have to have a purpose. Like, what do you want? What is what is the key purpose? Are you are you to help people, or are people to help you? Are you to grow something? Or are they to grow you? So when you determine uh, the purpose, then you can easily focus. The saying is, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up anywhere. You know? Good so point. you kind of have to know where you're going. Otherwise, it's just, you know, 
spin you around with a blindfold and then they take the blindfold off and they say walk forward. <laughs> and and that may be adventurous, but not when you're trying to run a business and be profitable. So uh, know what direction you're going and recognize the obstacles, but keep that purpose, whatever that purpose is. Well, I like that because um, I actually have, you know, I, I talk to people about, you know, making a connection with your camera when you're doing a hangout, how important it is because that really is your connection to your audience. And uh, right behind my camera, I have a, a vision, I call it a vision board. It's a vision image that I created, which is a collage of things that's right behind me. And, you know, one of the things on it is what is your desired outcome? It's always there reminding me, what is my intention? And I use that all the time to say, am I, am I on track with what I'm doing? Is this really what I intend to be getting? You know, or am I off down a rabbit hole, so to speak, and, and it's not going to get me where I want to go? So that's right there in front of me, along with a lot of other good ones. Like um, you know, you know, being in business is, is intended to actually provide you with an income. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and business is not intended to just be for play, although if you can make business playful and profitable at the same time, I think that's the best desired outcome of all. And that's sort of how I feel about this, you know, doing this and doing the show. It's because it is um, a wonderful way to help other people and I can have fun with it at the same time. So what yeah. else as far as focus is concerned? Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of living that Barbara Walters dream originally, you know, when you think about it, because I am on camera and I get to interview people, interesting people, and uh, I get to ask a question, they get to answer on my HOA shows. Um, when I uh, tutor, when I was a help, out, help outs provider, you know, I could do tutorials on live streaming like this. So I'm kind of living that Barbara Walters dream. And I also had that vision of, you know, I always thought I will always have a job if I am a professor. Because they, you know, they can. You can be a professor if you're 101. You can still breathe and you're cognizant. So, uh, you know, and that's the teaching part. So I'm kind of my focus. I'm kind of living it now, but kind of like, you know, in 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 a um, odd kind of way. But it's it's my place. You know, it's my place where I feel very very comfortable. And uh, so. I'm happy that I am living in a time where these technolo the technology is there to help me get to where I want to go. And technology is the way to do it. You know, had I lived during Henry Ford's time, had I been his neighbor, and he said, why don't you give up that horse and do this, I would have laughed and said, there is no way. I love my horse. I love my horse. Um, but I'm wiser now. So now I would, you know, now I look at technology and say, yeah, I want to get on that because I'm going to get where I want to go faster and easier because we have very smart people building this stuff for us. Yeah, so what to sum everything up, and then by the way, you all know we're going to have an after show, although we can't make it a long one because Melanie has another show to get to. I'm going to be Barbara Walters in a little bit. <laughs> But just to sum everything up about letting go of intimidation with technology, going from tech challenge to tech savvy, what 
So what's one big final tip you want to share with people? Number one and number two, while I go ahead and post the link to the after show, please tell people how they can get more information from you. Okay. Uh, the intimidation part, don't take it personally. As you try any technology, it, it has no feelings. It has no emotion. It's not going to laugh at you. It's not going to make fun of you. It's not going to tell people how badly you are. Like, you know, wow, look at her. It's taken her 20 times to learn this. It, there's no personality to it. You are in control of it. So depersonalize that technology. It, it's, you know, it's... It does. It will not intimidate you like a person can. It can't. So it never will. Even artificial intelligence, you're smarter than it is because somebody has a program that in the first place. Um, and you know what? Because my mother spelled my name so differently, if you if you learn to spell my name correctly, you'll always find me in a Google search because there's only three Melanie Halls spelled exactly that way. So. As I always complained about, why did you spell it so differently? It benefits. <laughs> so uh, rather than blurt off, you know, big uptick social marketing and Twitter and all this, just type in Meloni, which is M-E-L-O-N-E-Y, Paul, and I'm the one that you'll see on you know, videos. The other two don't do it. They're doctors and like a chemist, I think, so they don't, they don't do this. <laughs> well, I have to share this before we go and, and uh, stop the broadcast, but come on into the after show, what Lynn just said. Thanks for your thoughtful sharing, Melanie Hall, spelled with an E. And you don't have to be Barbara Walters. You are you a very special person. Yay. Oh, that, that's so <laughs> I'm going to tell Barbara that myself. There you go. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you, Melanie, for taking the time to be here with your busy schedule and sharing these tips. And I think, as you say, the bottom line is don't be intimidated. It's not personal. Don't take technology personally. Just go out and start playing with it, and you will be surprised how quickly you can <clears throat> excuse me, overcome your intimidation and feel comfortable and natural picking up all these tools because there are great tools out there for all of us to learn. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I think is great about your other show is that you are that's part of what you're doing is you're helping people have a safe place to come and practice. So if you want to learn more about that, check out her show right after this, which is Lights, Camera, and HOA. Yeah, Lights, Camera, right. HOA. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Virginia. This has been such a pleasure. And you know what? I can't do all that explicit stuff you're doing. I mean, oh, my gosh, you guys. She... Did you see that beginning? Go look at that intro again. Amazing. Thanks, Melanie. It's you been great. You're welcome. Thank great you. fun. I'm going to sign off now, and we'll see you next week on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Have a terrific week, and if you have time, just stop into the after show and say hi to Melanie for a few minutes. And myself, of course. I love to meet all of you. Thank you. Take care. Have a great week. Bye-bye now. Thank you.